Welcome back, you guys. Thanks for joining us. I'm here with Dr. Gabriel Cousins. My name is Richard Sachs from Lost Arts Radio, and we've got some interesting things to get into today, one of which is uh, Dr. Cousins' observation of an astrological event of great interest that's about to happen right in the present time. So let's see what he wants to tell us about that. Welcome, Dr. Cousins. Thanks for being here. Okay, well, it's always a joy to be here. And I send blessings to everyone, and may everyone be blessed with a kind of an internal peace that gets us through these strange and difficult times. So I'll start with a little prayer. Shibiku kudashapi hu shinate be or even my head. We can beloved be it our son Shem Kuzrael Kolov Amen. So. Um, and first, we always start with a little dance to bring the spiritual joy, and then a little meditation to kind of get us focused. So that's what we're going to do. Now, let me just talk about dance for a little bit, because it kind of gets people more ready to express and to think. Now, the second thing is after we dance, we go into meditation. And the meditation, which really we don't make too long, a few minutes, we, we use a mantra. If you don't have your own, you can use this. It's the mantra Moses received at the burning bush. Yoda, then hell. Hands, exhale. Wa, then hell. Hands, exhale. Yoda from the base to the heart. Hands to the heart. Wa from the base to the third eye. And then hands to the heart. That's it. And you just keep doing that until your mind's quiet. Um, we're also going to lead you into a visualization, what we've been doing to kind of deal with uh, all the things that are being thrown at us today. So we'll start. I'm going to just do a little dance. It's a little cold here, so I'm wearing a little bit more. Okay.
Okay, just focus on my eyes and let that cosmic energy come through to help awaken you. Now and then he'll feel your energy going up from below the belly button all the way up to all the chakras all the way up to the center point of God, multiple levels above. And when it hits that center point, you see this flow of energy coming down and around you, the planet Earth, and up to all the chakras of the Earth, from the base chakra all the way up to your feet. And through uh, the area about two inches below, two feet of breast below the belly button, which we call the widening gland, it's the uh, energetic source of the sacred feminine. And see that being activated <clears throat> and sending an energy all the way up back to the center point of God and then coming back down to the pineal gland, activating that. And now we've activated the pineal gland. The body's filled with light. And this tremendous amount of light is beginning to be radiated in the heart thymus area as these two rising uh, energy field and lowering energy field come together. And then there's this explosion of pearlescent white light. And you see... With that explosion, we're filled with this divine power, which is really ours. And we have us, we regained our sovereignty. And with that regained sovereignty, we choose to no longer consent to the dark globalist forces. We do not consent. And in that metaphysical statement, we choose to separate from all controlling forces, from the dark side, from the globalist, from the Illuminati, and on downward and on upward, so that we're no longer controlled by any external forces, any graphite uh, 
patterns that are in us are dis- dissolved. All the biosynergetic uh, semi-living uh, IA organisms are dissolved. And we're free of all internal and external controls except the light of God within us. And now this begins to spread throughout ourselves, our whole planet, into the solar system, eliminating all dark forces, and now spreading further from the solar system into the multi-universes, and finally all levels, uh, and paths are uh, open to us and all dark forces on all levels vibratory and non-vibratory are dissolved and we ascend the stairway to heaven we feel that ascension and with that feel ourselves as a full body of light so much light that it creates a a circumference around the whole globe and the whole living planet is surrounded in light and we see all humans filled with light all primates filled with light all mammals filled with light all birds and bees filled with light all reptiles all amphibians all trees Insects, flowers, herbs, all filled with light. The whole living planet has so much light that darkness can no longer sustain itself on the planet. And now we go deeper into meditation.
Okay, so welcome back, and we're going to talk about something that's uh, a different perspective on what's going on. Most people have obviously noticed that it's a violent time, it's a criminal time, you know, a lot of bad things are happening on multiple multiple levels, a tremendous amount of immorality and dishonesty, uh, you know, truth is a rarity. And, you know, maybe I'm talking more about the political realm, but generally, and around the world, not just the United States, um, maybe a little bit more intense in the United States, but it's a, it's a worldwide phenomenon. It's like, how do we get a perspective on this? Okay, we, we're seeing the decadence, we're seeing the downfall of Western civilization as it appears, and again, multiple multiple levels. Um, and I, I didn't quite realize it, but I was listening to something about immigration today, and the immigration problems are happening in a planned, concerted way, both in the United States, but also throughout Europe. And it, and it's like tilting, it's destroying the Western civilization. Now, maybe that's part of the it's part of the globalist plan, but it's a bigger plan too. But I'm going to give you a different perspective. And that is starting in 2022-22, nice numbers, we have entered a Pluto return that will last for two years. Now, what does that mean? Well, first of all, it's, it's a, the configuration happens about once 248 years. The last time this configuration was around the time of the revolution, 1776. And this Pluto configuration that we're talking about, I'm not going to get into too much astrology. It's, it's, it's a, you know, it's conjunct to the U.S. The U.S. is more influenced by this. But it it's two years, and it's associated with destruction, rebirth, and death. So that's a pretty uh, heavy statement, but that helps explain what we're seeing, because that's exactly what we're seeing. Um, and it really means, uh, in a sense, an awakening at the same time of individual freedoms. Uh And, you know, we have all these different prophecies that in the King James Bible talks about Revelation 18, where it says, my nations will be de deceived by pharmacopoeia. Oh, we call that the COVID trip. Okay, the injections. So this is all prophecy of what's going on. Pluto also represents the underworld. And that's kind of what's taking over things. You know, we look at the Ukraine and we see all the dealings 
and how the money went there, and then the money comes back. Then it's used for political campaigns. It's like it's pretty uh, impressive. But what we are seeing is death, destruction, and also destruction of the children. That is part of it. Uh, basically, almost child sacrifice. And, and all this has been going on, okay? But at this point, it's highlighted. It's just more death destruction for the children and for the whole society at an accelerated rate. And I want to say the politics are just a part of the story. They're not the they're not running the story. So I'm going to just point it that way. So it gives us a a different perspective, kind of a cosmic uh, perspective uh, on what's going on now. In my tradition, we, we always rise above astrology. So when the planet said Abraham and Sarah couldn't have a baby, and Abraham was the top astrologer of his time, that era, 3,700 years ago, they went above the, they said, we're not going to be ruled by the stars and the planet, and they did have a child. So, Yitzhak. So, uh, there's a point here of, um, this isn't fatalistic. We can turn this around, we can do something with it and transmute it into, instead of death and destruction, we can transmute it into the uh, expansion of consciousness. Okay, the waking up energy. So, with that in mind, I just want to uh, uh, invite Richard in. Uh, we're doing more collaborative right now, and, and uh, we're kind of thinking of a different title here. Uh, but um, so it's so I'm inviting Richard Sachs to come in and, and share and participate with uh, this whole discussion. So good. So Richard, uh, what do you think about what I just said? Well. As usual, you brought up enough for multiple shows in your first few sentences there. Um, and I think maybe at some point, talking about the format of this discussion, we want to mention how we're transitioning through the ideas of the show that we were going to start on, Unconditional Love, and how that's going to be blended into this one. But as far as the subject of astrology goes, you know, the... Many things to say about that. One, one is that the the fake science that's ruling the world, or that's being used to control the world now, would consider astrology as a pseudoscience. That means a fake science that not based on, you know, it's not even in a scientific journal that the drug companies approved it or something like that. And yet, modern science is so in my experience, completely in the dark about what's really going on in almost every case and full of arrogance and ego, which are some of the first things you have to drop to do any kind of real science. And the reason that astrology is valid or can be valid is that everything is intricately and intimately related in all of creation. 
because it, it's it came from a centralized source. And if you can read the relations correctly, anything can be an omen or a sign or a guidance. And the question about astrology is not whether these relations are real, but how accurately are we reading them? And like you've said, my other feeling about astrology is just because it says there's a tendency for something to be supposed to happen, it doesn't mean that it's immutable or inevitable. And astrology can be looked at as an excuse for a totally fatalistic idea that the stars say such and such. So, I mean, why do anything? This has to happen. And as you point out, that's not the case. It's like in genetics. You know, people think, well, I have the genetics to get breast cancer. Well, there's something called epigenetics, even in the current dark age science, and it's that genes turn on and off. And they turn on and off with the frequency of thought and emotion and where you're tuned in with your attention. And I think the similar thing can be said about astrology. So we have wide open choice of where to go. So what I'm focusing on is the times we're living in. And we are seeing these trends of violence, death, um, children being uh, destroyed, offered up as human sacrifice, cannibalized, uh, sexualized, pedophiliaized. It's, it's come to front. This is part of this kind of timing in these two years. I don't think it's going to go on forever, and partly it's being exposed. So these are real energies that have been happening in our society and bringing into Pluto return uh, doesn't explain it away. You know, the, the fact is that it comes from a moral degeneracy. Right. And, and, and it's really much deeper than people see as a rule. Right. And so what we're what I'm pointing out here, what we're discussing is, okay, this is what's going on. How do we go beyond the stars and transform it um, into a new level of consciousness? One thing I see in our society, which is good, is it's being reported, particularly the pedophilia. You know, we have forces. You know, even like the New York Times trying to say, oh, it's fine, it's, it's good, you know. And we have other forces like the Bible that say, no, this is really not good. And there's different spectrum. And my tendency is that the, the, the guidance from the Bible is something that kind of lays down the pedophilia really is called an abomination. That's a strong word. And it, no matter how modern we want to be, it's still an abomination. And, let me just interrupt with one little point there, Dr. Cousins, and that's Dr. Gabriel. Um, just to be clear, and not assume that everybody's following exactly what you mean. Why don't you define 
pedophilia and then why it might be looked at the way you're saying? Well, it's sexual exploitation of children. Now, as a psychiatrist, I have seen the results of this in people who survive. Right. Not every one of these kids survives. Many are killed. Uh, but in those who have survived and somehow made it through, um, there's a lot of damage that happens to people. People's psyches. And why? Because they're being sexually abused. I don't have to go into the details, but the way boys and girls, you know, and some of these kids are like four-year-olds. That's a different level of sexual abuse. But a lot of it goes on with 11 and 12-year-olds. And it basically ruins their lives. You know, and it's like, it's there's a level of evil here that um, is just literally considered an abomination. Now, we can make up all kinds of liberal statements, uh, um, you know, man boring love and da da da, you know. But the bottom line is um, people have to be, what, 18 to vote. I think it's 18. And you would think they need to be at least that age to, to decide what they're doing sexually and also what, you know, uh, what gender they're identified with. Um, so these are things that, that, that I think we're seeing a, a deconstruction of not just morality, but what does morality do? In immoral society, damages people's psyche. So pedophilia is both a psychological and sexual abuse of children. And and the end result, in most cases, is it damages their psyche and wounds their spiritual life in many ways. There are always a few people who will miraculously survive this, but a lot don't. And that's what I'm talking about. Right. And it's very widespread, much more than people imagine. Well, let me explain. It's been widespread. I mean, we're talking, I mean, I have clients who, you know, they're being abused at every level. The legal system, the, you know, the criminal justice system. I mean, players are all over the place. Okay? You know, orphanages. uh, It just is pervasive in a very big way. And why it doesn't get dealt with very much is the people who are part of the society, or quote the judges in the criminal justice, that they're also part of it. And that's a hard thing for people to get, but they're very much involved, including the police. So these are things that, you know, I've seen in the last 40 years, so it's not new to me, but it's coming out now. And that, I think, is part of the Pluto energy, is it's being exposed, and it's also being amplified. Right. It's, it's, it's been used for a long time as an ideal uh, blackmail system for the power structure, for allowing people to get in positions of political and corporate power. And the other way it's been used, if people are abused this way, they are, can be psychically controlled, um, and used in, in very nefarious ways by the 
people in uh, in power. Right, and it's not just kids. I mean, adults are controlled by this too. Right, right, and and one of the big signs of unconsciousness is we're being encouraged to think that sexuality is who we are. You know, right, and pedophilia is normal, and uh, a variety of sexual what are considered sexual abuse is normal and it's okay. Well it really isn't because it does damage people. So how does that tie into the astrological event that you're talking about? Well it's not an event. It's been going on for two years. You know, it started in February of this year. Along it ties time. in because all those energies are activated by the Pluto return. Right. So all these kind of immoral, destructive, death-like actions, child sacrifice, mental, moral, societal destruction are what we're talking about, which is exactly what we're seeing. Yeah. And, and one of the things that's really striking about it is the degree of global organization. You know, that it's a unified, coordinated program moving against life on the planet. Right. And if you can destroy life, which destroy the psyche of the, the children, right. and destroy civilization. And so it is aimed at the children. The adults are participating, but it's really aimed at destroying the psyche of the children. Right. And that's kind of... Uh, Hard to really get, but that is the darker goal here. So you've got an organized assault against not only humanity, but against all life forms on the planet. Right. And you've got individuals that are more, you know, not consciously part of this, that feel disconnected and isolated and helpless, that they can't do anything. I think that's kind of the theme that we're seeing come out in so many ways that people feel, right. you know, hopeless, discouraged, upset, despairing. And the question is, you know, we're just regular people. What can we do against this massive coordinated attack? And the answer, and there really is an answer, is go into the light of God within yourself. Go into your spiritual energy and reactivate it. Because their job is to take it away from you and have you not believe in the spark of God in you. And that's where it is shift. And I'm not talking about a particular religion. I'm really talking about tuning into the spark of the divine within you. And the more people who feel that, the less there's even a tendency to participate in this degeneration, but also to even say it's okay. Well, I you know, do. You know, it's all relative. It isn't all relative. There is real destruction going on. People are psychically imploding. That's yeah. part of what we're seeing. Right. So it, it, it's it's not okay. It is destroying people's mind, and that's what we're seeing. So people become hopeless because they're disconnected. The answer is reconnect with the divine. Reconnect with the truth of who you are. Reconnect with the beauty of who we are right. as the image of God. 
Now, what a lot of people would object to in that is saying, well, that'll make me feel better, but it's not going to change what's going on in the world. Well, it would dramatically change it because we are a global mind. And when enough people stand up and shift their consciousness, it shifts the, the consciousness even of the dark side. That's right. They can they can wake up too. And so then we've now altered and uplifted the global mind, which is what the visualization was about. Exactly. It's not just to make you feel okay while everything's destroyed. Right. I think what's hard for people to grasp and what's central to getting hope back and more than hope, you know, action and evidence of, of positive change is this idea of bridging spiritual to physical and that what you brought up in the in the meditations that lowered crime rates in the city they didn't have to convince the would-be murderers and carjackers to stop for a few hours that was automatic how did that happen that was physical people within the dark side that were out wanting to hurt people didn't do it they changed their mind without being talked to. what What's going on there? So what happened, this is an actual experiment. In Rhode Island, you know, about uh, 200 meditators came in. That's not a whole lot. During the summer, and they just meditated for peace, and the crime rate dropped 43%. That's violent crime rate, murders, carjackings, that kind of thing. Right. People said, oh, it's a flu. So they came back the next summer, and the crime rate dropped. What were they doing? They were creating a local field that was uplifting the consciousness in that area. That's what they were doing. Including the criminals. Oh, yeah, for everybody. Yeah. That's a big deal. I mean, if, if all we got from this show was for people to hear that explanation, this could begin acceleration of change in the world. Yeah, it's a field of consciousness of the expansion of consciousness. We have the power to do it. If we got even 1% of the world meditating, you know, creating peace, just meditating, it will shift the world consciousness. Right. At which point you don't have to believe in it. You can just watch and see what happens. It just happens. And so that's where it shifts. And then we don't play anymore. They can only get away with this if you if we empower them by not acting and, in a sense, feeling hopeless. Yeah. So when you contact that universal consciousness, you don't feel hopeless anymore. You feel the truth. Not the lies put out by the New World Order about how you're powerless and you deserve to be enslaved and we deserve to be the rulers. That is total nonsense, uh, propaganda, but, but it's, it's a powerful mindset that they're creating because they know about psychological warfare. They've studied this for years and they are really experts. Um, we know what works, but I love to see Everybody meditating together, you know, for peace. Right. And it will change it. It will change the consciousness. And it's right. what, it will happen. 
And what I'm what I'd like to add to that is that we think of meditation, if we think of it at all, we think of, you know, ten minutes or an hour or a half hour in the morning or at night or at a special time. And it's like going to church or the temple on Sundays or Saturdays and the rest of the time being out there, you know, hurting people on purpose for money or whatever you do normally. Really, meditation is what you're meditating on all the time. And these little isolated practice sessions like we just did with a few minutes with you this morning are a, a, a reminder that what is your state of mind the rest of the time? Because that's just as powerful as during the 10 minutes. You know, why not change that? What would happen then? What 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 if it wasn't just an isolated event? More good would happen because we would be generating a, a positive thought form field oh. that will envelop people. But there there is real research which shows that we do create a global mind and what we're trying to do is change the global mind, okay, and upgrade the global mind to bring more light and consciousness into the field. And that's probably a good place to end. Yeah. Uh, but I do encourage people to, it doesn't matter what meditation you do or what prayer, just do it and see yourself adding and expanding and uplifting the consciousness of the global mind. That's all we're talking about, and that's a lot, and that's a good thing. So I, I want to bless everybody that we really are able to see that we are part of the global mind and we can upgrade and change the mind of the global mind to see the beauty in the living planet, to see the beauty in humanity and the light of God in all humanity. That will change things pretty quickly. So peace be with you. Amen. I hope. Amen. Thank you, Dr. Cousins. So I'll turn it over to you, Richard, to do the ending. All right. I don't know what I can end to that except that the last part that Dr. Cousins was explaining is a major key. And, you know, one of the things I do in the work that we're involved in is stay up with global events and national events and things going on in the world in all different levels and my job as yours is to know about what's around us for strategic awareness but not get emotionally destroyed by it it's like a police detective that needs to study the activities of a serial killer to predict and catch what he's about to do next and a lot of these detectives have serious emotional and mental problems as a result. Lots of years of psychotherapy to try to recover. We can deal with the same thing and just be aware of it. Where your emotional connection stays while your strategic awareness of the intellectual level is being used to let you know what's going on around you. And I'm trying to implement that every day. And it's obvious to anybody that looks that things are really dark in the world right now with points of light of people trying to wake up and overturn it. That can be accelerated. We don't have to go the rest of the way into darkness if you understand what Dr. Cousins is referring to. And that's 
the meditation, even if you're not in an official meditation, where is your emotional state? And one person can have a massive effect and does, but we're not making use of that because our attention is scattered all over the place. So, you know, it looks like you have no power. The experience of concentrating that and focusing it, like the people did in the meditation on world peace that he mentioned, uh, that shows you what power you've got and then you can build on it. So my encouragement is take the suggestion seriously and uh, become aware of what thoughts and emotions you're carrying and see if that's what you want to manifest in the world. Because even though we don't see it consciously most of the time, if we're not looking, this is what's creating and adding to world events now, either to keep them in the way that they're going or to turn them around. And it's not like one person is the whole answer, but one person becoming conscious can be contagious. And that could be you, patient zero of the consciousness epidemic. And we're encouraging you to do that. So until we see you next time, be aware of the value of your time. Use it well. Watch where your thoughts go. They're not without power. And we'll meet you back here next time. Have a good week.